0: Hello and welcome back to another week of License to Adult with me, your host, Shari Goody.
1: Is this just me or do I sound extra bogan? I feel like I sound really bogan. No. Okay. Is this just how I sound? <laughs> I <not> sound like <laughs> a bogan all the time? I'm not editing that out. I'm hearing my funny. voice. I haven't heard my voice often. Like, what do you mean you haven't heard your voice god. often? You speak every day. I do. I speak every day. I do work at a radio station, so I've heard my voice recorded a little. Yeah, no shit. But <laughs> I feel like I sound like a bogan. <laughs> I'm going red. Oh my god, this is so
0: funny. Okay. Bartender? Bartender. So guys, today I'm mixing it up a little bit and I have invited my very dear, very drunk friend, Rachel, to join me. She was a little bit nervous, as you can imagine, so of course we've cracked open a couple of bottles of wine, which has given us both a false sense of confidence, but hey, we're fucking here for it. So Rach, first time on the pod, how are you feeling? Tell everyone a bit about yourself. Hi. Okay,
1: well, firstly, I have to say thank you for having me. I feel very honored to be your very first guest. No, Uh, thank you. Pretty special place, if I do say so myself. (laughs) I'm 24, I am the digital content producer at a radio station here at Perth. I have the most handsome puppy dog you will ever see in your entire life. And psychotic. He's pretty psychotic, <laughs> but he has these shocking blue eyes that just cut through all of that. Yes, they are amazing. Oh, I love a red. Yeah, one or a few. Well, I'm working on one now, but I can't <laughs> say that that's the only one that we've had tonight. True. Gotta help the
0: nerves. Very true. Little fun fact for everyone out there, me and Rach actually used to live together up until about God, what was it, six months ago? Towards the end of last year. Yeah. Not even actually. I think it
1: was like maybe November. No, because
0: I started my new job in September and I moved out like oh, about a shit. yeah, about a month before that. So it's actually been a hot minute. Wow.
1: That means I've been living with my sister for six months.
0: Yeah, how's that going? It's actually really good. <laughs> nah, she's a gem.
1: I actually don't see
0: her that much. We love her. Shout out to you, babe. <laughs> love you. Love you. All. Love you. So yeah, so me and Rachel were very close, friends, roomies, and believe it or not, we actually lived together for about a year and a half and pretty much had no arguments. Not really. Yeah, no falling outs. So that was good.
1: Nothing that we didn't resolve very exactly. responsibly.
0: Exactly. We had open, honest, adult <laughs> communication with someone. Like, I was
1: very proud of ourselves.
0: I know, right? How fucking good did we do? Do you know how
1: many people told me that it was going to end badly?
0: Oh, so many. Yeah. So many people so are like, many.
1: don't move in with a friend. You're yeah. going to hate each other by the end of it. Yeah. I was like, well.
0: Yeah. Or like you tell someone you're living with the best friend, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. How's that going? It's like, yeah, great. It's great, actually. I'm living with my best friend. It's yeah. fucking brilliant. Like, what do you mean?
1: I know. So a lot of, there were a lot of doubters, a lot of haters out yeah. there. Yeah. But we did well.
0: Uh, all right, guys, moving on. So in this episode, Rach and I are going to be discussing gaslighting and, of course, toxic behavior as that is a form of toxic behavior. And we're going to be breaking down exactly what gaslighting is, how to figure out if you're in a relationship where you're being gaslit, the early warning signs, and of course some personal stories to go along with it. So without further ado, let's get the fuck into it. I love you. So Rachel, please do me the honor of telling me about your week. Oh, okay. I get to go first. Yes. Um, yes, first. Oh, I learned a
1: new word today. Here we go today I went on a fartlek. I'd love for you to have a guess at what this word means before I tell you.
0: A fartlek? Is it like in between a fart and a shit?
1: Um, I like where you're going with it, but no. (laughs) I learned that it's actually, it's a type of
0: run. What the fuck? I would not have picked that. Mm -hmm.
1: So I've been using like the Nike run app and it's just like one of the styles of runs that you can go on but during the intro of my run this guy's like hey like today we're warming up for a big old fart leg I was like excuse me and then he went into it I was like I suppose that makes sense I think it's bloody Swedish or something I don't know
0: (laughs) I didn't even know that there was different like styles of run I thought it was like walk jog, run Uh yeah right interesting learn something new every day what did you get up to on your weekend because I actually haven't seen you since
1: I actually had a great night on Saturday it was my friend's 30th and it was one of those events that started and ended early. And now that I'm like officially in my mid-twenties, I Old. am loving it. <laughs> like we've been to a few events together, like for your birthday and a yeah. couple others. Like you start in the afternoon, yeah, wraps up about 10, 10, 30, 11 maybe. And then you're at home with some chicken nuggets in <laughs> bed by midnight. Mm, nuggies. And I'm actually loving it.
0: Yes. No, I, I do have to vouch for that. There is nothing better than fucking day drinking. Like, starting in the afternoon when the sun's up and then, like, getting a good night's sleep. Like, And
1: then you can get a full eight hours before you have to do anything on yeah, Sunday.
0: love that. We did
1: stay up for the first time in months till early hours of the morning a couple of weeks ago, just randomly after dinner. And it took me, like, a whole day to recover
0: oh. after we
1: had the Chinese food at my house.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about a different time after I went through my breakup and I came over to yours. And then I went back to like different friends' house and we were drinking until the sun came up. I think it was 6 a.m. when we had our last drink. It was That was fucked. the first time
1: I've done it in ages. It took yeah. Me, like a whole day to recover.
0: Yeah, it's fucked. So I'm
1: actually loving these going out, having a good time, early nights. Yeah. But that wasn't the only thing that was interesting that happened that night. Mm. I was playing beer pong with my friend and her mom and one of her mom's friends. And I was looking at this lady. I was like, you look so familiar. And then I realized this woman is the mum of someone that I went to primary school with. Weird. And I just had this like shocked, mind blown moment. I was like, (laughs) how am I at my friend's house in her backyard playing beer pong with a woman that is the mum of someone that I went to primary school with? Like, how does that happen? What a fucking mad bitch. She was (laughs) not doing great, but she was having a good time. (laughs) But that's Perth,
0: hey. Like, Perth is so small. Everyone knows uh, someone yeah. that you know. Literally. You can't go fucking anywhere without running into someone that you knew. And then you have to do the awkward, like, oh, hi, how are you? I don't give a fuck. So I just had this moment. I was like, are you
1: such and such? And she's like, yeah, like, how do you know me? I was like, I went to school with... And she's like, oh. And I was like, yeah, this is weird, right? And she was like, "Well, ah, let's have a good time. Love that. What a doll. Yeah, it was a good night. And um, <laughs> like, so we're all having fun, like, having drinks, playing games. And then one of my friends, we had a moment, which I think she's actually made me a better friend in this moment.
0: Love friends like that.
1: So it's actually good because like she has challenged me on this and I've been thinking about it for a few days, but it's a good thing. So my friends and I were standing around, you know, shooting the shit, talking, whatever. And a certain topic came up and I was reminded of someone that we know. And I was like, oh, such and such Um, is in the same situation like this is what happened to her Mm -hmm. and then another one of my friends was like oh my god like what like how did that happen give me the details and another one of my friends bless her heart so graciously was like hey like she's actually not here like this is her story to tell I know it's a bit sensitive yeah maybe we shouldn't talk about it she's not there to have like an input on it yeah yeah. and like she wasn't trying to put me down like she wasn't trying to make me feel bad she was like hey like Let's just do the right thing here. Yeah. And I was so blown away by it because often friends let you get away with shit just because they don't want the confrontation or anything. But I was so appreciative of her in that moment. Yeah. So I was like, you've just made me a better person.
0: For sure. And and not that you even would have done it with any like ill intention because I know like you're like the most kind hearted (laughs) fucking person. So I know you wouldn't have said it in a bitchy way, but it is good when like you do have those friendships and they can just like pull you up on like little things and be like, hey, you know, yeah. maybe look at it like this. Like, I wasn't intentionally trying to no, do so. anything
1: gossipy or anything. I just, yeah. like,
0: thought of it, spilled
1: out of my mouth, yeah. and she very kindly brought me up on it. I was yeah. like, this is actually a really cool thing that you've just
0: done. Yeah, I love that. I feel like I'm constantly struggling between fucking loving the drama and the goss. I know. Just, like, get it in me, and then, like, wanting to be, like, woke as fuck. Yeah,
1: and it's <laughs> like, you need those friends who are just, like, tell you how it is, like, yeah they don't beat around the bush they just tell you how it is and it makes life better for it
0: yeah that is brilliant love it
1: one last little question because I've been thinking about this since it happened last night it's just making my blood boil
0: so is it to do with the man
1: it is it is how do you know so um I play on a woman's Soccer, a women's football team. Yeah, you do. And um, <laughs> we've just got back into training over the last few weeks. And last night we were having a scratch match with the men's team, like they were winning, but we were holding our own. You know, even their coach was like, Look, ladies, I'm surprised, like you're doing pretty well. And so we're running back onto the field after half time. And I hear this guy, he's like, late 20s, mm-hmm. six foot six, hundred something kilo dude, like. You know, he's a big dude. I hear him say, oh, boys, like, get rough with them. They're just girls, you know. They can't handle it. You know, we just got to crack them down, like, whip them down, whatever. They can't handle it. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is training. We're playing for the same (laughs) club. Calm down. We're all just trying to have a bit of fun, learn something, and you're acting like you actually want to hurt us. Yeah. So me and the girls are talking about it, and we're like, what a loser, you know. And then it hit me. And I just started laughing because I realized he's insecure. Like, he's gone after a bunch of (laughs) of girls who he thinks he's going to thrash, just walk all over. And we're not losing by as much as he was expecting or he had hoped. And he's insecure about it. He's insecure about his bloody dad bod and the fact that he hasn't (laughs) scored. And he's acting out. (laughs) So I just started laughing. That is brilliant. Yeah. So I went on to have a great night and I know that he was miserable on
0: the other side of the pitch. Mm. So Maybe he's got small dick syndrome. Probably. <laughs> Can't see it. Uh, we're not a bunch of men haters. We fucking no, love men. We do. Just before anyone gets confused. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, what a fucking eventful week you had. Love it. I know. Lots going on. Very lots. But tell me about your week. Oh God. where do I start? so I know where
1: I would like to start if I can choose yeah can you tell me about your date?
0: my date Ah, yes I'd
1: love to hear the tea
0: I can but do I need to give the context as to how I met my date um yes I feel like that's important probably so on the weekend, I got invited to a drum and bass event with my dear friend and he just built a house. So we had praise at his and it was actually sick because he had like a DJ set in his room and lights and stuff. So we were having like a rave before we even went out. So that was an absolute vibe, but he invited some friends over which I hadn't met before and one of them was this guy. And we obviously all went out to the sewing room in Perth, shout out for this drum and bass event, and needless to say, got mortal drunk.
1: And you cut shapes on the dance floor. Oh,
0: yeah, I absolutely cut shapes. I switched from heels to Doc Martens before we left.
1: Oh, good move.
0: Yeah, and he was like, do you rinse? And I was like, pff, 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 Excuse me? Excuse do me. Do I rinse? Yeah, I don't want your fucking judgment, Mid-side. people. Nobody judge me, okay? Like, when you're modeling a drum and bass event, you're not going to just, like, fucking stand there, are you? No. Anyway, so, yeah, had a lit night. ended up having, like, really deep conversations with him. Um, in between rinsing, sort of. <laughs> yeah. it was a real mix
1: in between a couple of shuffles. Yeah.
0: Couple of shapes, couple of fucking DMs. M's, um, which is really good. Actually. It was like, he was just really easy to talk to you and like had good conversations. Okay. But did he cut shapes? He did. We cut shapes together. <laughs> we cut shapes together. Oh
1: God. that's pretty
0: cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Um, so then yeah, we like hooked up that night. Obvi. What was a kiss like? oh look it was pretty good yeah
1: okay <laughs> good start good start
0: from what i can remember it was like yeah it was pretty good so anyway yeah so that happened and then we all went back to my friend's house and we got back to his house at like 5 a.m which was royally fucked Ouch, i don't yeah. think i've ever been out a club that late in my life only
1: once i have yeah
0: yeah right fuck so like we got back and we were like having a drink and then somebody messaged me and i replied and they're like what the fuck are you still going and i was like what are you talking about and I looked at the time and I was like holy shit and they were like yo I'm getting up for work and I was like wow oof. Oof, that's rough so yeah basically he asked me out for dinner and I had an appointment yesterday which was Tuesday for those people that don't know what day we're recording this
1: those playing at home
0: those playing at home exactly and I had an appointment and I was like perfect I'll go to this appointment then we can meet for dinner great so I went to my appointment. And I found out it was to get my lips checked and I found out I needed more filler dissolved on one side. So they numb it, they dissolve it, and one half of my lip swelled up like a fucking balloon. Oh my God. And I'm like, you're kidding. Like, I have a date after this. Anyway, so I pushed back the date a little bit. And thank God by the time I got there, it, like, come down to, like, a relatively normal size. I don't think you even noticed. So... If you
1: had gone at the original
0: time, oh, what would I'll, have happened? Oh, it, like, I, it was so noticeable. It was fucked. He would have been like, what's wrong with your face? And I would have been like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so thank God that went down in time. But yeah, when it had some tapas, had some wines and yeah, it went really well. He is, I don't think you'll mind me saying he's doing a post-grad in psychology. So Oof, smart boy. Yeah. So he's very smart. Um, it's good. Cause like we can have like intellectual back and forth conversation, which is nice. So we connect really well. Um, and yeah I don't know it was just a nice comfortable easy date like there was just like flowing conversation there was no awkwardness or anything like that but yeah I feel weird about it and I don't know how to even describe it I think obviously I was with my ex-partner for quite a while so I've been on a date in about three years Mm -hmm. so that was just like a weird experience and then also I'm well not I don't think I'm definitely not ready for dating yeah. Fair so enough. I'm not even in that mindset. It's not like I broke up with my ex because I wanted to be with a different person. I just am so content doing my own thing and being alone. Yeah, you just want to so, have a good time. Yeah. So like it was nice, but like I'm just not in that dating like headspace. Does he want to see you again? He does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's fine. Take yeah, another fine. compliment, mate. Nah. Like I might see him again and stuff, but like I'm my mindset is very far beyond um you know getting into something serious I think that's such a good thing yeah like, take your time yeah like it's it hasn't been super long so yeah but yeah no so that was nice so yeah I'll keep y'all updated with that one I'm so proud of you you've
1: been putting yourself out there and doing so much since Aww, you've been single
0: I think and so. I'm very happy to see how happy you are oh that makes me so happy thank you boo just trying to move on with my life be my best self live your best life be my unauthentic fucking bitch. No, you're an authentic bitch. <laughs> oh, my authentic bitch. My bad, my bad. Is that one glass of champagne? I think this is like my third or fourth <laughs> glass of champagne to be better. I didn't have any wine at home, guys, and there was a bowl of champagne. and I was like, well, needs to get drunk. <laughs> better now than never. Uh, so, Does this mean we're
1: taking a quick wine break?
0: I've been drinking wine the whole time.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to take a sip.
0: So, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I think that was pretty much my week, to be honest. Not much else happening besides that. Big couple of dates. Mm, fun times. i like totally wasted. You're so funny and you're so hot. Moving on, guys, we are going to get into my one and only segment, story time. But this week I'm mixing it up, guys. So Rach is going to fill us in with one of hers. Rach, take it away. So I have two options for you. Mm-hmm, Would mm-hmm. you like to hear
1: uh, my scar story? Or would you like to hear? You obviously know the story, but for you listening out there, our Shari and I's Chloe and Charlotte story.
0: <laughs> Can we not do like shortened versions of both? <sighs> okay. I don't think they're super long story times. So that's true. I feel like they're both fucking iconic. So,
1: oh God. Okay. So, quick bit of context my scar story. <laughs> I lie to everyone about this story, <laughs> other than the people that were there when it happened. Everyone who asks me, I lie. So I have this whopping raised <laughs> scar on my forearm. It kind of looks like an apostrophe, like the double apostrophe. Let's see it
0: again. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. And
1: oh God, this is so embarrassing. Um, I was in year 11 and I was at a high school party. And this was back in the day when smileys were a big thing. Do you know what smileys are?
0: I remember hearing the term, but
1: I can't rack my brain what it means. So, basically, a a smiley is a small burn scar you get from a lighter. So, you're supposed to (laughs) heat the lighter up and gently press it onto your skin. Why would you
0: do that? For
1: a couple of weeks, you get, like, a smiley face mark from the marks of the lighter.
0: Why would you do that? So,
1: oh, God, I don't know. I was impressionable. (laughs) (laughs) Young and impressionable. (gasps) So, my friend... Shout out to this guy. I will literally never be able to forget you because every time I look at my arm, I think of you. (laughs) He was like, Rachel, like, let's do smileys together. Like, we'll get matching smileys. Like, it'll be such a fun time. And I was 16, had way too much drink. I was like... That sounds like a brilliant idea. It's like it's almost like a matching tattoo. Like we can't get tattoos yet, because we're not 18, but we can get a bloody matching smiley
0: like. A matching sure. permanent burn scar. Woo, let's go.
1: So I put my arm out, he lights up the lighter and he presses it down to my skin. I obviously start screaming because it burns. And he's like, I just have to hold it down a bit longer. Like and I'm like, in pain. I'm like, this is not funny anymore. Like, please stop. And then he thinks it's hilarious. So he's like laughing, loses attention as to what he's doing, holds it down way too long, lifts it off. And I've got this like third degree burn on my forearm. Like it is like half a centimeter deep. It is like oozing and oh, disgusting. That is
0: genuinely fucked.
1: And I'm like, whatever, like at a party. I'll carry on. Kept drinking, kept having a good time, whatever. Wake up the next day. I see this like green pussy mess on my arm
0: oh no and i was like did it get infected it did
1: get infected oh yuck and i was like i'm <laughs> like i was half shocked like half embarrassed that i gave this person permission to do this so what do i do Stick a Band-Aid on it. So I wake up at my friend's house. I'm like, hey, babe, can you give me a Band-Aid? Like, I have to cover it up. Not for medical reasons, but because I don't want my parents or anyone else to see. Yeah. So I walked around with a Band-Aid on it for a couple of weeks until it eventually healed over into this mammoth scar. Oh. Like, obviously... Looks like a birthmark. It looks just... (laughs)
0: It's torrential in terms of scars. So you you tell people to this day,
1: everyone except
0: the people that were there and apparently now me, that you did it from cooking.
1: Yes, so... I lie about it to everybody because I don't want to tell anyone that and like people see it at work every day and obviously I don't want to recount that story so I just tell people that I was like deep frying some food (laughs) at my house I was like oh so clumsy you know like I spilled a pot of oil on myself and it just landed in this one spot and I really badly burnt my arm. Wow
0: and people believe that?
1: I don't know I think people (laughs) like maybe second guess it but they don't want to know the real reason. They don't want to ask. Oh okay.
0: Do you want me to tell the yes, other one?
1: Yes, I feel like you could recount this story okay. well.
0: Well, I don't know because both pretty fucked. So basically, long story short, uh, me and Rach used to go out clubbing, just us two, quite a lot. And back in the day when we were young and fresh, and one night we went out and we were pretty drunk, I'd say, mm-hmm. and we decided that we were going to be British for the night. <laughs> so. But um, we gave each other different names and put on a British accent the whole night. So we thought we were killing it. Yeah, we We thought we were (laughs) full on pulling it off. You know what? I'm actually mad glad that there's no, like, permanent recordings of that oh my God. because like i feel like at the time we were just that plaster. we're like wow we sound like so legit like we're from like essex i think we're telling people we're from essex yeah. or whatever because like you know we had been watching Tower. yeah yeah that's it we're just like yeah we're from essex and we thought we were pulling it off but i reckon if we listen back to it now it would sound like a bunch of fucking idiots oh. so we went out and um rachel was chloe and i was charlotte charlotte Charlotte, <laughs> can't even do it oh, and so um
1: embarrassing.
0: we no fucking word of a lie, we maintained this accent most of the night. The we did night. pretty well. No, we slipped at the end. So we like, so we went to Hippie for any of my Perthies out there. And um, we had this accent, we like, yeah, Chloe, Charlotte, oh yeah, we're, from, we're like, we're from England, like, yeah. Like, that on is, holiday. On a holiday, yeah, we're on a holiday. We're from Essex, actually, darling, Yeah, fucking, ew, buy me a cup of tea, like, no. You want to go for a chat? You want to go for a chat? Oh, oh, yeah, he's fucking fit, isn't he? Oh, he's mucking me off. Sorry for the um shocking accents there, guys. But, <sighs> yeah, we were, we were doing this the whole night. And then we ended up with this group of guys that we were talking to, still maintaining the accents. And I can't remember if it was you or me or like both of us or whatever. But we were talking to each other and we let the accent slip. <laughs> like I don't even know. It just slipped and oh. we just like reverted back to our normal accent. End of the night, we were tired. Yeah, we were mega tired, eh? And like these guys were just like, wait, what? I think we just like jumped into I think we left. just like left. Eh? I literally think we're like, we can't do with this situation. We just left, but like how fucking embarrassing. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: The uh, worst part
1: is that The whole night, we were convinced that we're doing a really good job.
0: Yeah, literally.
1: I think these guys probably didn't care. Yeah. They were happy to just go along with it.
0: (laughs) But it was Uh, fun. Good times, good times. Okay, guys, let's get into the actual episode now. This one is called Gaslighting and Toxic Behavior. So first of all, I guess I want to give a little bit of context as to what has triggered this conversation and why specifically I brought Rachel into this. We have both been reading the book called Women Don't Know You Pretty by the wonderful Florence Given. And I feel like we both just learn a lot from it and we also both have kind of personal experiences in this field. So I thought that it would be good to bring her on and get another perspective and I guess be able to talk about it in a way that is hopefully helpful to some people out there. So yeah, Rach, what do you think of the book so far?
1: It, it's so, so good. I've just finished it the other week and it's totally changed my outlook on life. I feel like I can just see a lot more of what she talks about in real life and I'm more aware of how conversations play out and how dynamics between different people play out. This is the first book that I've read in this genre about culture and feminism and relationships in this way. So, like, I'm still learning. Yeah, so many new things to take on. So many new things to take on. I've got a lot to go. But it's just amazing to read her story, relate to her experiences, and then is giving, like, practical, meaningful advice on how to act if you find yourself in those situations and like yeah. in those kind of conversations. So yeah, 100%. Anyone interested in learning more, 100% recommend it. Yeah. I think every girl in their early 20s, mid 20s, even guys, like I'm trying to convince my boyfriend to read it because I think even he could learn a lot from it.
0: Her boyfriend is very sweet, by the way, and he's very... He's, he's so beautiful. He's very supportive with... He is.
1: He's very supportive. He's very progressive. Um, as a man i
0: think everyone should read it <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and it does so in like a really palatable way um, it's amazing
1: that we're reading it at the same time because I know. we've been able
0: to share like oh yeah
1: God, have you read this chapter yet? yeah like, oh, my literally
0: own. i remember i was reading it and i was just like oh it's like one of those conversations that sometimes i feel like people are afraid to maybe bring up friends in fear of being judged and you know i've started to try and get in my reading lately and i started reading it and i was like to rage This book is so good. Like you should absolutely read it. And also it's very visually appealing. I
1: honestly, I'm going to rip out all the pages and stick them up on the wall.
0: Yeah. Any of you guys out there, you know, if you're not even sure kind of where to start with these kind of topics um, or you want to trigger this conversation with your friends, then definitely worth a read. Also, she's really good to follow on Instagram. She puts up awesome content and like super relatable reels. Yeah, she's just a babe all around. All right, guys, to start off with, we're going to be talking about exactly what gaslighting is. So gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse and emotional manipulation where basically the abuser causes the victim to lose their sense of identity, their perception of reality and also their self-worth. Basically, in its rawest form, it is a type of narcissism. The abuser basically looks to gain and hold a certain power over you. So every narcissist will gaslight as one of their tactics, but not every gaslighter is a narcissist, if that makes sense. It can basically occur in a number of relationships. So it's not just romantic relationships. It can occur in friendships, in work environments, in any relationship in your life. But I think the most common and the most damaging to one's mental health is when it's in a relationship because it's more of a constant. So that's mainly what we're going to be talking to here when we move forward. This is going to be in the context of a relationship. To start off with, I guess, I just want to cover that anyone can be ghastly. It doesn't matter... If you're a male or a female, it doesn't matter how old you are, how strong you think you are as a person. At the end of the day, it's a form of emotional manipulation and it can occur to anyone. So the only thing that I would say is that if you do have a strong sense of self or you're aware of the signs or what it is or have experienced it before, you may be better equipped to deal with it when you face it but it doesn't mean that you're immune to it. Feel as though it is more common in your late teens, early 20s, because I feel like you're still, your brain is still developing, you're still developing as a person, you're still learning, figuring out who you are, and you're absolutely more impressionable and open to being influenced by the others around you.
1: Often, or maybe you've only had this one relationship and you don't have anything to compare it to, or you're just learning about all these things. So 100% I
0: agree. Yeah, I feel like it's taken us a while to kind of look back on past experiences and relationships and go, wow, okay, this is actually what was happening there. But at the time, you don't know. And unfortunately, these conversations weren't really had too much. Um, I don't think they had too much in the younger generation. But I think at the moment, with everything going on in the world and in Australia, these conversations about abuse and whatnot are being brought to the forefront.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I'm 24. And this is the first time that I've ever really understood what gaslighting is. Like, I've heard the term thrown around rarely and vaguely, never really understood what it was, but actually reading the definition and some of the examples that are in this book, I was like, holy shit, this happened to me for like four years. And I never knew, like, obviously I spent time thinking about that relationship after it was over. Yeah. um, But this is the first time that I've actually been able to objectively see what was happening in that relationship and label it as this
0: I love that though I loved that moment of realization when you came to me you're like dude I've just read the whole chapter on gaslighting and holy fucking shit like that happened to me and I understand and like it's crazy and I was just like yes look I was at us.
1: like it was late at night and I was on the couch with my sister <laughs> and I was like out loud I was like oh my god what and I just started laughing And my sister's like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I was like, I have to talk to Shari. I have to talk to Shari. And I'm like half laughing because my mind is being blown and I'm just kind of laughing at myself and also half like, holy shit.
0: Just like, yeah, in shock. Yeah. Yeah. So it's heavy. Yeah, it is heavy. But hey, at least we can look back now and um, hopefully we can provide a little bit of wisdom to all of you out there. That's it.
1: Like. We don't want to talk shit just for the sake of talking shit or like... Yeah. If someone had told me this when I was 16, 17, I hopefully, maybe, might not have gone through everything that I did.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, guys. We're not here to drag people down or anything, but, you know, these are our personal experiences. We have the right to speak about them in a way that hopefully is helpful to other people. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, so just real quickly, since I touched on the fact that narcissism and gaslighting are correlated... I just want to really quickly cover what a narcissist is. I'm not going to be discussing this in the whole podcast, but I just want to touch on it because it is slightly different. So narcissism is a type of personality disorder in which the person has an inflated sense of self where they view themselves as the most important person and they think that they are the most admired person in that room. So they like to be the center of attention and they always want to be upheld and admired by others. They are usually very self-absorbed, surprise, surprise, and lack empathy for others, and they basically condition their victim to be dependent on them, and they want to have full control over them. It's definitely more extreme than gaslighting, but as I said before, all narcissists will gaslight as a tactic, but not all gaslighters are narcissists, because it is an actual personality disorder, so it is taking you to the extreme. Just to give a bit of an example for all of my married at first sight fans out there, if you're watching, <laughs> I've been watching. Um, like maths. Fucking maths, yes, iconic Bryce from Maths. I know you know who I'm talking about. If you watch it, or even if you don't watch it, you've probably seen it on social or whatnot. I'm eye rolling
1: so hard oh. right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he is a textbook narcissist. His behaviour is so concerning and. It's very sad that they paired Melissa with him because she's so desperate for love that she puts up with it, basically. But Melissa appears to be a shell of her former self. And, yeah, it's just really sad to see. But all of his behaviours, the way he speaks to her, the way that he tries to drag the group in and get the group's backing in arguments rather than standing up for himself, like, all these traits are just textbook narcissists. And that
1: bloody blue eyes comment
0: oh, that he just yeah.
1: to drive home. Yeah.
0: So like- he... He slowly chips her down, you know, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, oh, but you'll do for me, making her feel like she's lucky to be with him,
1: mm, which is like really fun. He' he's doing
0: her a favour yeah. by
1: accepting her.
0: Yeah, like she's done well for herself. But, like, also she has green eyes, people, green. And, like, green eyes actually more rare than blue eyes. It's true. So, yeah, that's what a narcissist is. All right, so I just really want to quickly cover something which – irritates me and I just want to be really raw and honest with you guys the misuse of the term gaslighting
1: now that it's become more openly talked about it seems like it's been more thrown around
0: yes 100% 100% so gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse it's something it's personally targeted and i've been hearing it so much lately as these conversations have been brought to the forefront, which is good. I'm, I'm glad that these conversations are being had, that people are being held accountable for their behavior. But at the same time, we can't be replacing like someone being slightly misleading or telling a lie or just being a fucking shitty person mm-hmm. for gaslighting. Like yeah. I heard it the other day somewhere where they were talking about a celebrity had made it appear like they were from a certain ethnicity when mm-hmm. they, in fact, weren't. And they came out and said, no, I'm not from that ethnicity. You guys just assumed based on this, this, and this. And they were like, oh, she gaslit us. And I'm like, no. Oh. No, she fucking didn't. She didn't personally target you and emotionally abuse you over a long period of time. And, like, you know, just because she maybe misled the she media. She may not
1: have been totally honest. Yeah. To just, the media. Yeah. In general population.
0: From a celebrity. Surprise, surprise. So just because somebody tells a one-off lie... Or, yeah, it's misleading or something. You can't be like, oh, they gaslit me. Like, no, it's much more severe than that. So I just want to fucking prerequisite with that because I'm so fucking sick of that term being thrown around. Mm -hmm. I think it's a bit more serious than that. And, you know, we're going to talk through some of the warning signs. And if you're in a relationship where you're being gaslit, what are kind of some of the things to look out for? First of all, before we kind of move on to the nitty gritty of it, we're going to provide a little bit of context. And Rach, I'm going to ask you to share some experiences of gaslighting that you've had in your lifetime.
1: I started dating this person when we were like 16 and the relationship, it went on for about four years. And Shari's shaking her head. (laughs) She can't believe it. Um, You know, all was well and good. Like, in the beginning you know high school romance you know it's all fun like and then after we finished high school went to uni together and just it just got really hard all of our friends were always applauding me because they were like your relationship's so chill you're such a chill girlfriend like blah, blah blah you always let such and such do whatever he wants like he's always hanging out with the boys he never has a problem with you and i was like yeah great like love being seen like that but obviously They had no idea what was going on um behind closed doors and at the end of the day it's just so draining so all these red flags started popping up and pretty much a daily occurrence became me being like hey i'm feeling like this is happening i feel like you're doing this like what's going on is everything okay and he would be like it's fine like you're just being sensitive, like I'm just busy. And then I would get to a point where this was happening so often that I would end up apologizing at the end of every conversation. Mm. But I'm so sorry I brought it up. Like, I'm sorry I made you feel
0: this way. Like, sorry I'm interrupting you. Classic warning sign taking the blame for everything.
1: And this just started like feeding this terribly toxic cycle. Yeah. So these kind of conversations would lead to huge fights. And we'd fight, like, just about every day of the week. And then on the weekends, we would go out together. We'd go out with our friends. We'd have a really good time. And in that situation, I would get all the affection that I had wanted the whole week.
0: Yeah, he would validate you.
1: He would validate me.
0: Yeah. So. So then you saw this glimmer in him that was like, okay, he does yeah. love me. Like he. I
1: was like, he's had a couple of drinks. Like, this must be how he really feels. You know, drunk. Mind, speakers sober heart, whatever they say. Yeah. So I was like trying to convince myself that this was fine. So I would go through all of these arguments during the week because I knew the affection was coming at the end of the week.
0: That's so fucked.
1: So just like spiraled, spiraled. And then about maybe two and a half, three years in, we started getting into this cycle of going on breaks.
0: Oh, <laughs> if God. anyone ever tells you
1: that they want a break in your relationship,
0: Goodbye. Yeah. I had
1: this gorgeous friend that I went to uni with that I would unload all of this on and we would often talk about it in like the library or the Okay,
0: so I find lawyer. that interesting. So you would talk to a friend that you went to uni with, but you wouldn't talk to your close friends or family about it.
1: No, that's that's another Is
0: it because you didn't want their opinion of him to change?
1: Hundred percent. So I would unload all so of this. So protecting him with even though friend.
0: even though he's treating you not well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would unload everything on this one friend
0: who's unrelated Unrelated. third party yeah
1: not super close and then my closest friends i would be like everything's fine if they would ask why we're not hanging out i'm like oh like we're just busy doing our own thing like He's concentrating on studying, so am I. Like,
0: and also, like, we also know, like, when you get into that first love, you want to see them all the time and hang out with them all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of learn when, when you get older to have your own life. But I feel yep. like when you're young, it's very rare that in a healthy relationship, you're like, oh, no, we don't want yeah. to hang out.
1: So, like you said, I was just, like, I was pretty much not telling my friends the truth because on the deepest level that I probably didn't even want to admit to myself, I was embarrassed. So, yeah, it was just this crazy cycle of... Toxicness, breaking up, and, and then also, relapsing. And yeah, I cannot tell you how many times we broke up, but I don't know. I was just caught in this, like, it was a, such a mind game. And I was like, when I look back at it now, I'm
0: like, why did you put yourself through that? Like, yeah,
1: but I guess when you're in that first relationship.
0: It's hard. As you said, like, you've got nothing to relate it to. You've got nothing to compare it it's to. It's young love.
1: You're like, you're oh, in this love. is what a relationship is. Like, i course, I'll just suffer through. Like, it's fine.
0: And when you're with someone, you, of course, want to see the best in that person. 100%. You know, you don't always have the strength to walk away, especially, you know, when yeah. you are at such a young, ripe age and it's your first experience yeah. with something like that. It's very hard. That was, like,
1: quite a long cycle of, like, toxic behavior yeah but there were a few red flags specific examples of gaslighting sorry that was a ramble there a very specific example that comes to mind is when we were on one of our signature breaks so we weren't supposed to be speaking for a certain number of days stupid (laughs) i'm like yelling at myself internally right now i'm like why did you do this so we were supposed to be speaking for a couple of days um, to give each other time to sort out, I don't know, fucking whatever was going on. And then he went out with his friends on Saturday night and Snapchatted me. And was like, so I hadn't been talking to him for a few days. And then I got this Snapchat. was like, hey, uh, like, I miss you. Can we hang out tomorrow? Like, I want to work it all out. And obviously I was like, of course, like, sure. Like, message me tomorrow. And then the next day came. I hadn't heard from him in the morning. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, like, are we hanging out today? Like, what's going on? And he replied, why would I want to hang out with you? We're supposed to be on a break. And I was heartbroken. It's like, obviously, I was so upset, like, not seeing him for a few days. Just so mentally draining being on a break. Yeah. Wondering what's going on. Like, are you going to get back together? Blah, blah, blah. So so mentally drained. And then he turns around and says that. And then turns around and says that.
0: So he was on the reach out to you to catch up specifically asked to and then the next day denied ever saying it
1: so this is and this happened a few
0: times hey this
1: happened a few times later on towards the end of our relationship where i was just getting like so desperate we went out one night and um at the end of the night he was like i realize like everything that's been going on um i'm so sorry like i'm committing to like working it all out you know like (laughs) I want to be with you. Like, one day, you know, I want to marry you. Like, I want to have a house together. Yeah,
0: and I've heard that from him before as well, by the and way. he said
1: that to you too. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, I was like, okay, look, we're like, it's like three years, three and a half years. Like, we're finally at a turning point. Like, we're going to build a healthy relationship together. Yeah. And then the next day, I break it up. And he's like, I never said that. Why would I say that? <sighs> if I said that, I must have been drunk. I must have been so drunk that I said that and not remembered.
0: And then. Wow, I'm sorry, but like, even if you're really drunk, unless you're blackout drunk, you remember.
1: Icing on the cake. When we eventually did like break up for good, finally, afterwards, we were talking about some stuff that had happened. And he actually admitted to me that that night he did remember saying it. No way. He was super embarrassed and like. What? Afraid. I guess at least he could
0: eventually uh, turn around and admit it.
1: Way too late.
0: But still way too late. Anyway.
1: Uh, But anyway, that is an example of gaslighting because this person. Intentionally, I'm not saying that at the start of our relationship he set out to, like, emotionally abuse and... No. But um, it's an example of gaslighting because he made me feel like I was the problem by devaluing my emotions and trying to make me second guess my own reality and my own feelings. Yeah, and your own sense.
0: worth and, yeah. So I... Created like a false perception of reality. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: have my own memories and own feelings about all these events and he tried to make them seem not real by just questioning them and questioning my emotions and my sensitivity and like tried to make me believe I was making it all up, which like, if you have feelings about something or if you have memories and you try and like, you start to second guess it, it fucks with you, hey.
0: Yeah, you're like, am I going crazy? Yeah. Like, am I you going crazy? Yeah. They
1: call you crazy, and then you start, start to believe, to believe, that believe you're it. actually going crazy. Yeah,
0: which is fucked, which is bullshit.
1: So, at the end of the day, it's just draining on all levels, so.
0: Yeah. Also, just to provide a little bit of background for you guys, I have only known Rach about...
1: Maybe, like, five years ago now? I think maybe 2015.
0: So, um Please. yeah, so her ex is was basically a friend of my brother's. But I remember one of the first times I saw Rach and him together was at a mutual friend's birthday. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, oh, I thought your girlfriend was coming. Like, I'm looking forward to meeting her, blah, blah, blah. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: remember. I remember where it was. Yeah. I think
0: this was one of the first times I'd seen you. Yes, Yeah. It was. yeah. So we weren't like super close yet. And I was like, oh, is your girlfriend going? He's like, oh, yeah, she's coming. I was like, oh, why didn't you come together? He's like, oh, I just didn't. And I was like, okay, well, that's fucking weird, but sure. Um, And then you arrived and we were sat at this long table and you went up to greet him. He didn't stand up and give you a hug or a kiss. He barely turned around to greet you. Like, I shit you not. I was watching the whole interaction and it was just like a, a hey. And then you're like, oh, okay. And, like, you just went and sat, like, at the opposite end of the table. And I was just like, that's not fucking normal, yo. Like, no. to be in a relationship with somebody and they don't even, like, properly greet you, like – didn't come together doesn't get greeted and like from that moment on i was just like nah like Something's something about on. this is just off yeah. like something is just not right here so but hey at least we can look back at it with hindsight yeah. and say you know you learned something from these experience and he's by no means a bad person he's now moved on and we think that he's treating his current girlfriend with the proper yeah.
1: respect i've heard that he treats his current girlfriend amazingly yeah and to be fair i did run into him at a um sporting thing a couple of months ago. Yeah. And he seemed to treat like his teammates and everyone around, like,
0: I remember you saying so differently, yeah and much better yeah. than he would have when we were together. So, yeah. so there you go. Like, it was just like the yeah. wake up call he needed. And it's like actually super reassuring that, you know, if somebody is doing this, then it doesn't mean that that's them for life, that they yeah. can, you know, turn it around hey guys just want to quickly interject editing shari here this episode did actually go for 90 minutes so i have decided to split it into a part one and part two so i'm gonna to have to call it here guys please like my page on instagram follow me on apple podcast google podcast spotify wherever you're listening to it give me a five star rating review me and yeah if you enjoy this chat then please listen back in next friday at 6am for part two Alright guys, have a fabulous fucking weekend as always. Bye!